Hello, Probers. Howdy, howdy. And welcome to But It Was Aliens, the extraterrestrial comedy podcast brought to you by myself, Moonwalker, and Kevin the Grey. We are two mibs that decided enough was enough and that you needed to know the truth about all the alien shenanigans going on, not only across the globe, but throughout the cosmos. Little green men, greys, reptilians, abductions, insectoids, greybeard and more. We've seen enough mibbing off. If you've never listened to us before, we take it in turns each week to bring you a case and determine using our centuries of experience whether or not the incident truly is alien. Centuries? Centuries. Today's case takes us to Woolpit in Suffolk. Whoa! Which is about seven miles from Bury St Edmunds. I know this place. And during the reign of King Stephen, which was between 1135 and 1154. Who the frick was he? He was a king! I was going to make the point that Stephen just seems like a general chap. Doesn't really sound like a king name, like King Ulrich, um, King Beowulf. <laughs> he was a king, damn it. King Henry, you know. <laughs> Stephen just sounds king like a bloke S- down the pub. Steve. King Steve. So according to William of Newburgh, one day during harvest time, two children were discovered by the villagers of Woolpit. One boy and one girl, who are recorded as being brother and sister. Did we ask them? That's why I said being recorded. Someone could have recorded that without asking. I'm just going to write in my notes here. You would think that these children could have just been from a nearby town or village, or simply children belonging to that of a villager. But there was something different about these children which stopped the villagers coming to that exact conclusion. Different, eh? Different. Hmm. Was Newburg to replace Oldberg? Yes. What happened to Oldberg is what I'd like to know. Did the children come from Oldberg? I really have no idea, to be honest. Newburg could when, just be... When you say children were discovered... Would you mind explaining that a little bit? Like, did they... <laughs> children should be born of, if you, of parents. If you walked into a forest and discovered a turd on the floor... Yeah. That's pretty much it. They <laughs> walked into a forest that discovered two children. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they're forest people. Maybe they are. These two children spoke an unknown language. Forest people language. Never heard by the villagers before. Their clothes, unlike that the villagers had ever seen before. Forest people clothes. And along with that, their skin was green. What the frick? Yes, Grables. Green. That's some malnourished mother trucking forest people. And I have a picture of them there for you. <laughs> That's a that very... picture's real. <laughs> so it's um, a painting? It doesn't. I can't work out if that's digital art or a painting. If that's digital art, it's in a painting style. You say painting, but what you really mean is real life picture. Okay, so that's a photo of a painting. (laughs) 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 If people are familiar with the UK 
Prime Minister uh, during <laughs> January 2022, <laughs> Boris Johnson. The young green child is wearing a... That is so disrespectful to that child. Somewhat of a hoodie with a bojo haircut. Blonde, kind of wavy mess, not really in any particular style. He's also sucking his finger like I bet Mr. Johnson does. The female, I assume, in this picture has got a hood on, like Little Red Riding Hood. You call that a headscarf? A headscarf, okay. Pedantic prick. Uh, Sorry, what was that? I agree. (laughs) He's got his finger in the mouth like the picture. (laughs) Now, what I'm disturbed about in this picture, these are clearly children younger than 10, possibly around six to eight years old by the looks of the depiction. That are green. Well, I haven't even got onto that bit yet, but what is really standing out is that the female has a massive slit down the middle of her top where you can see the green skin, possibly even a little bit of side boob, and that's quite horrific. Why has the artist chose to depict, no, to take a photo of a painting that's chosen to depict that? Maybe it's because of the terrible clothing that they put them in. And just maybe the jumper's just too big for them. To be fair, that's really futuristic clothing if you think about it, isn't it? Because that's probably what children would wear today. That is really not what kids would wear today. If you show me kids wearing that today, one, why do you have pictures of kids? I whip out my phone, show you a camera roll of children wearing that outfit. (laughs) I took this one yesterday. Two, no kid wears that. They're all obsessed with their fucking... Air Max 270s. You can't see their feet in this depiction. There could be Air Max 270s (laughs) or some AF1s going on down there. I don't like the way that boy is looking at me, I'm going to be honest. That finger suck is getting more and more disturbing the more I look at it. Do you reckon that's how Boris Johnson would look at you? Yes. Bumbling away. (laughs) I didn't get drunk at the party. That is exactly what Boris Johnson sounds like. For those of you that haven't heard him. Yeah! (laughs) The children were taken to the home of Richard DeCalne. Oh, Dickie. It is said that the children refused all food that was offered to them. From bread, potatoes, corn, pizza, spaghetti, bolognese. I'm seeing a theme here. Lasagna, burgers, steak. And I know it's not food. But they even refused a vanilla latte. (laughs) (laughs) Alright. Screw these children. (laughs) Running out of things to offer the children, they were getting desperate. Until one villager looked at the children. For over 20 minutes, they stared into the children's soul, never breaking eye contact. Then they stood up and announced to everyone in the room, Broad beans! (laughs) I was going to guess that, not beans. Fetch me some broad beans. The broad beans came and the children ate them to everyone's surprise. Gobble, gobble. Now, I'd like to say I may have taken a bit of artistic license in my description of how he came to find out that it was broad beans. However, all the other foods they allegedly truthfully refused, refusing steak and pizza... The fuck is wrong with these kids? Yeah. As you were discussing that, I was thinking in my head, these children are green. Bread, not green, hopefully. Potatoes, not green, hopefully. Corn, mm, 
yellow, not green. Pizza, definitely not green. Give them something green, son. They're going to want their greens. Just had a feeling. That's why they're green. Them love them some greens. Give me the beans, the green beans. How broad were the beans? Broad. Had they been going to the gym? Mm-hmm. This is pretty unusual, I isn't like it? like peas. Hmm. So how long do we know how long they were giving them food for? No, we don't. I'll shut you down right then. No. <laughs> Uh, okay, I'm no, hypothesizing. No, we do not know. Can I make a statement? Maybe. I put it to you that the children sucked off a horse. <laughs> What's the? F- <laughs> nay. I don't know where that came from. What I was actually going to say was, ah, uh, Ali G in the house. I put it to you that you sucked (laughs) off a horse. Oh, gosh. What I was actually going to put to you was that they were starving by the point that they were offered the beans. So they turned down all these foods because they didn't want them. What they literally wanted was their forest food, not green beans or broad beans. But they were starving by this point, so they accepted the broad beans. And now everyone thinks they're just going to want broad beans. They're going to give them these broad beans and they're both going to... Cark it, because that's not a healthy diet to just eat one food. Broad beans! Please, sir, can I get some beans? Over time, the children started to eat normal food. Shit. And the green from their skin began to fade away. Interesting. Either Richard or the villagers decided that the children should be baptised. <laughs> you alright? I just always <laughs> think of that one where the the alien was given a Christian burial or whatever it was and, and now there's just a little alien roaming around in heaven and now we've got two green children that have been baptised and they're going to be with him did they speak? or do we not know yet? spoke a strange language oh yes you did say so they could learn our language potentially shortly after the baptism the young boy fell ill and unfortunately he wasn't able to overcome the illness and he passed away. No! This left only the young girl. Do you know what that means, Greybeard? That they had a Christian funeral for the young boy and that he's now in heaven? She had all the broad beans! <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, gosh. Right, what was I just thinking? You are what you eat, then. Because... They so were they're broad beans. They're they broad. were proper green, and then they started to eat normal food, and they became less green. So if I ate solely margarita pizza, which is not out of the question, by the way, would it's I become a, a Simpson? But it's, it's yellow. Margarita pizza. Well, they didn't become the beans. They just went green. Ergo, I put it to you: Would I become yellow? No. And lose a finger. You become or... a margarita pizza. I have right. no idea where that was going. So, remind me, Richard, Dickie. Dickie took them in, yeah? Mm-hmm. What do we know about Dickie? Well, we know his name's Dickie. Is he trustworthy to have two children? Coincidentally, he's... Or not coincidentally. Has he offed the boy? He, oh, I really... Oh, he no, seems to be the only one that has decided to take them in. 
he's stepped up right now. <laughs> okay, he's an honourable man who stepped up to look after these poor children. So, why did the boy die? Um, he fell ill after being baptised. Maybe he was loyal to another god. Maybe he was allergic to the baptism. that god punished him for He's agreeing to a baptism to a new god. What if he didn't agree? Then he didn't choose another option. He let it happen. Can you disagree to be baptised no as a idea. child? Like when they're doing their shit, can you just be like, no, you prick? What if in your mind you were like, no. They were like, do you accept God? And in the forest people language, the word for no is yes. Precisely. Shortly after, the young girl learned English. Yes. This allowed the villagers to find out where she had come from. Excellent. Wait, wait, wait. No. This young girl really needs a name. I can't keep calling her young girl. There we go. Hmm. What shall I call her? Hmm. Cranville. What's the first name that comes to my mind? Cranville. Kevin? <laughs> no. No. Kevin? No. Why? Explained that her and her brother came from a place called St. Martin's Land. This was a subterranean land where the sun never shone and the light was like twilight. Not the shitty films. Another thing about this land is that everything was green. I'm green, dabba-dee-dabba-day. But don't you for one second think that these are some kind of mole people because they live underground. Because before these children were found, they were herding their father's cattle. Underground cows, Greybeard. Under cows. (laughs) Allegedly truthfully My mind has just exploded The children were minding their own damn business When they heard a loud noise This according to William Was the bells of Barry St Edmunds So I'm guessing he came to that conclusion As that's the only loud noise he knows The undercows followed the sound to the cave And the children followed the undercows Wait, William? William of Newburgh. Ah. Uh, and before they knew what was happening, the children were in Woolpit. Right. So, do we have a parallel universe, an underworld with undercows, or... Describe what you picture an undercow is, and I'll let you know if it's the same thing I pictured when I wrote undercows. To be honest, I pictured like a mole with udders. Okay. I pictured Y-fronts with a cow tail (laughs) and a cow head. Just because that's what you wear. I might have to draw that at some point. Under cows in the field. So they were herding cows underground. That's so bizarre when you really think about it. That's why they're under cows. How did they get underground in the first place? We're herding under cows. They're all lazy. But... I've got so many thoughts I don't know where to focus on, really. Did... Are they lying, for a start? Little dishonest bastards. Were they raised... Were there some travellers who one day the children ventured and got lost and so lived in the forest for a little while, eating what they could scavenge? 
scavenge and ergo that's why they turned green because they were literally just eating like leaves and stuff and they were severely is it anemic no oh what's uh jaundice jaundice sorry that's what i meant apologies there so they turned like so jaundice that they were kind of greeny yellow that's my one i was about to say you expected me to answer that because i'm not going to (laughs) that's one theory i'm also curious as to how See, but the fact they came from underground throws me away from the parallel universe theory. They came from underground. The freaking underground. underground. Is this underworld part of our planet? Is there like an alien civilization, only it's terrestrial, not extraterrestrial? Hmm. Would it be extra? Underterrestrial. It's underterrestrial. <laughs> So have we mentioned on this show before, I believe we have, the possibility there may be underwater civilizations. We have. What if that's where this came from? They moved from underwater to underground and then they, they came up through some kind of hole near Woolpit Forest. Let's find out, shall we? As young Kevin became older, oh, for Christ's sake. she was employed as a servant in the household of Richard. Oh, yeah. The description of her behaviour is that she was very wanton and impudent. I can believe a Kevin being wanton. Very wanton indeed. It is believed that Kevin would eventually go on to marry a young man from King's Lynn. Congratulations. A royal official by the name of Richard Barr. Working up those social circles. Good on you, Kevin. Officially, the young girl's name is Agnes. I know you'll find this hard to believe, Greybeard, but I hadn't come across this information until I found out that Kevin had got married. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do we have a name Honest. for the boy? No. As a species, we are drawn to the skies, always wondering what's above us. In the odd case here or there, we have delved below. Were these children aliens from beneath us that got lost? Mm. They were wearing strange clothes and spoke a strange language. Had they found their way up from their town below and had no idea how to get back? Or were they led there by the undercows in a sick and twisted fuck you, never to be seen in the underworld again? So you're suggesting undercows are like malicious counterparts to above world cows, otherwise known as cows. I've got a thought... Back in olden times, way olden times, way back, if you saw someone from another land wearing another land's clothes, to you that could be very strange. I'm just really confused about why they described coming from underground as opposed to another land, another world. It's just so bizarre to me to think that they were underground. Unless these people were like part of a cave civilization, again, who got separated from the herd so to speak and they had fenced them themselves in the caves and somehow a cave exited near Woolpit. <laughs> i'm not aware of there being any cave structures in Woolpit, but, but what happened to the undercows maybe what they think were cows were actually moles <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i was trying to think ant eaters but they're not really local to Woolpit either Aardvarks, also not local. Stoats. They were hoarding stoats. 
This is the part of the probe where we turn to science and scepticism. I'm not sure I'm ready yet. I'm quite enjoying theorising. <laughs> there have been two explanations that have been made over the years. One of these is that the story of the children is an imaginary encounter with beings from a fairy other world. The world itself is thought to be extraterrestrial and the children themselves are aliens. An imaginary world that is extraterrestrial. Is it possible that it wasn't an imaginary world, but some of those that described it were actually in contact with aliens, but didn't know how to describe them? And here is another true picture of the children for you. So not a painting this time, yeah? Nope. The other one wasn't a painting either. <laughs> this is so very clearly a painting. <laughs> or someone's got the paint filter on their phone. It looks a little bit Hansel and Gretel-esque, doesn't it? does indeed. Uh, it's not really worth going into huge detail there. It's a painting of two young children in kind of quite royal-looking white gowns. And, I mean, they look upper class at the very least. Old and upper class, of course. So look at these children and tell me how people could look at them and not think they're aliens. Well, they look pretty human. Slight, <clears throat> slight hue to their skin tone but that can happen i wouldn't say they're like bright green or luminous green they're just slightly pale green broad beans starting to think you really like broad beans fucking hate them in 1996 the magazine analog published an article by duncan lunan who hypothesised that the children may have been transported accidentally to our world via a matter transmitter malfunction. What the fuck is that? He also hypothesised that the planet the children came from could be trapped in a synchronous orbit around its sun, which would only allow for life in a small twilight zone that exists between a frozen dark side and a scorching hot side. Planet X, baby! He explains that the green pigment of their skin is a side effect from eating genetically modified alien plants. Why have they got to be genetically modified? Why can't they just be alien plants? Could be how they grow, you presumptuous bastard. Do you know, in the earlier section when you said, is this imaginary, that had never occurred to me. <laughs> I've, I've like made up my mind that this happened. <laughs> I just need to decide what the cause was. You were like, they're two real kids. They're yeah, not made up. They were found. Is it just one account? How so? Well, you said William is telling the story, right? He is. Has it been recorded but, elsewhere? Um, I think there's William's account and Richard's account. So we've got two stories. Mm-hmm. A, were, well, was William there at the time or is he like looking at historical records himself? He was there at the time. He found so the kids. Two accounts is interesting. So you, you've either got two bullshitters or something did happen. So were these forest people, perhaps people local to another land, or was it a portal or an underground civilization? Hmm. I don't agree with the Planet X theory because to have a planet trapped in a synchronous orbit, it's hard to get my mind around how it would have a small twilight zone between the frozen side and the scorching side because we'd be aware of that planet if it was close enough to be in what we'd call the habitable zone. 
So it must be on a huge, likely elliptical orbit. Ergo, the whole thing's going to be pretty much completely frozen for the majority of its time. Or they were accidentally transported here. Unless that is the case and they are underground to get the warmth from that planet's core. Loophole, biatch. But I don't know what the frick and... No, sorry, a matter transmitter is to be able to determine how one would malfunction. It is a device that Trans- transports matter. Transmits matter. From one point to another. Why are you transmitting matter for? Why aren't you teleporting? <clears throat> Maybe they weren't at the point where they could do it to humans yet. And then the kids were like, hey, guy. And then they got transported. Hmm. Or there was a massive malfunction and it teleported everyone within the vicinity, but to loads of different locations. Just <laughs> a slight <laughs> side thought. So Kevin got married. To She married up, in a sense, as she was a an orphan. And in these times that mattered, she had no family, had no stock, so to speak. And she married royalty of sorts. Royal officer. Yeah, Royal that's, that's close enough. Yeah. She was hot, wasn't she? <coughs> Kevin was a babe. Tell me it ain't so. Would you do Kevin? I think she sounds lovely. Cute. With, more to the point. Would no. you? Would you? <laughs> no. <laughs> Liar. <laughs> The other explanation is that it could be an account of the racial differences between the indigenous Britons Ooh. and the wealthier contemporary English. What and year was it again? E- between 1135 yeah. and okay. And the green was more likely to be dirt and grime on the children that were either unable to or not privy to what washing was. The difference in clothes would be huge and the other language could be that they spoke differently rather than a language outside of English, similar to Scottish versus the Suffolk twang. What are you, You're eat, ba. I'm a right, ba. You're eat, ba. You're eat, then, ba. Flemish immigrants arrived in England during this period of time. Flemish or Flemings. <laughs> Flemings <laughs> run off cliffs. <laughs> we here they go, yeah were a Germanic ethnic group native to Belgium who spoke Flemish Dutch. Can I just roll back because something occurred to me just a second earlier. Mm -hmm. They were covered in dirt and grime, potentially. I am an absolute bathroom snob. I like the fun of camping, but I could not camp in a tent without having bathroom facilities nearby. I like to be clean. Even if I've got a tiny little bit of dirt on the tip of my finger, I've got to wash that straight away. I could not have lived in olden times. I'd no. scrubbing myself. I'd have to take a sponge around with me and dip it in any water I found, but then I'd need to wash my hands because I put it in dirty water. Oh, torture. I was made for the future. Paul Harris has suggested that the children's parents may have been killed during a period of civil strife and that the children may have fled the village of Fornham St. Martin north of Bury St. Edmunds, where a settlement of Flemish fullers were at the time. Very interesting. Seeing them would have been strange for the villagers of Woolpit, and he also explains that the colour of their skin could be due to a dietary deficiency known as green sickness. This is considered very plausible, with only one caveat, and it's that it's unlikely that Richard wouldn't have noticed the language as Flemish. But maybe, Richard, this actually happened, but old Dickie 
sensationalise the story a little bit. Because it's quite romantic in a sense, isn't it? Two lost children from another world. Mm-hmm. So maybe Dickie and Willie. Maybe he was a actual good guy and just didn't yeah. want to, like, see the children get fucked over by... Or maybe religious. Dickie wanted a slave because he ended up having Kevin work for him. He did. So maybe Dickie and Willie were supporting each other to develop an olden slavery. You do make a compelling argument with the Flemish statement, though. Intriguing. Hold on, who the frick was Paul Harris? Just someone that was... Uh, just a random yeah, bloke. Yeah, just a random bloke. I hope one day someone <laughs> like makes a documentary or a podcast or something and they're like, Kevin said... That <laughs> Kevin <I'm-> the Grey. <laughs> Greybeard stated with authority that... And everyone listen will be like, yeah, he's a proper researcher. We can trust him. He's honourable. <laughs> Derek Brewer, who is an historian, has a very similar take, with the exception that the children simply strayed from their forest village and didn't know their own home address or how to get home. Forest people, baby! Called it! Jeffrey Jerome Cohen believes that it's a story about racial difference and allows William of Newburgh to speak ubiquitously about the Welsh. Ubiquitously? Ubiquitously? Equally, <laughs> talk shit about the Welsh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the green children are a memory of the past and the conquest of the indigenous by the Anglo-Saxons. Cohen mentions that Geoffrey of Monmouth's "The History of the Kings of Britain" has accounts of kings and kingdoms of varying ethnic identities, whereas William's England is one where people are either assimilated. Or pushed to the boundaries. Jeffrey of Monmouth sounds like such a Game of Thrones character. It really does, doesn't it? I'm Jeffrey of Monmouth. Jeffrey of Monmouth. House Monmouth. Third of my name. What would your Game of Thrones name be? Moonwalker. The Grey Killer. Moonwalker of... Whoa! <laughs> Moonwalker of House Granville. Moon of House Walker. No. Walker of House Moon. <laughs> Renowned for getting your butt out. Fair to say, <laughs> my sigil's just a butt. <laughs> a butt two cheeks. with two cheeks with a pair of shorts, like, down around it. <laughs> Glorious. Where the moon always shines. <laughs> uh, mine would be butt smasher. House <laughs> <laughs> butt smasher. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> there have been many plays, poems, books and stories based on the green children. And house butt smasher. And I wouldn't be surprised if there's many more to come. But today I must ask you, Greybeard. If you can smash my butt. Are the green children children? Fairies? Or were they obviously accidentally transported here from their home planet? Be this aliens i'd really like it to be and i do actually kind of feel like this did happen so i'm if can we conclude as to whether this was real (laughs) i do have a fact about that at the end okay i'm just gonna hold off until i hear that fact (laughs) nope you're gonna conclude i'm not saying that it was aliens but it was flemish or welsh more specifically, I think the indigenous 
theory rings true. And I kind of was thinking that when I was talking about forest people. Mm -hmm. So I'm not saying that it was aliens, but it was forest people, baby. I agree. The little fact that I have for you Mm -hmm. is that apparently the descendants of Kevin are living in Suffolk still to this day. However, we don't know who they are. And to be fair... How do we know that? Why would they want anyone to kind of know? Just want to kind of be left alone. Sorry, how do we know that? Because it's said. <laughs> because what said? How do they verify that? How is that a fact? Um, I think they traced... Um... DNA back to... And family trees and family what, trees, records. That's what I was all the way back of. to yeah. someone called Agnes. But then it just stops... But they stopped well, recording the family tree because rather than people dying. Agnes was an orphan and they didn't know who Agnes's parents were. No, but I mean from obviously Richard Barr as well. Okay. So Richard and a servant named Agnes existed. Fair news. So I believe this is real, but this is not aliens. This is Flem Welsh. Welsh Flem? Hmm. Thank you for joining us for this week's probe. I know it's been a pretty short one, so I'm going to add a mini episode in. Ooh, this is new. I've had this episode on my list for a while, but I've been able to find much more on it, so I'm going to pop it in here. Today, probers, we're going to Georgia. Not the country, but the state. I didn't know that it was nicknamed Peach State, but I am well aware of the term Georgia Peach. I swear you just said dicknamed rather than nicknamed. <laughs> <laughs> if I did, I'm leaving it in. It was July 1951. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> I have no date, no time of day, no specific time. Just Georgia, July 1951. Honourable and trustworthy. <laughs> A man in a plane. Fred was his name. (laughs) I can tell you that he had 1,500 hours of flight experience, but I could be lying. I wouldn't know. (laughs) Because we don't know jack shit. Amazing. Fred Regan was flying in his plane known as a Piper Club. And I have a picture for you there, Greybeard. Okay, it's a little yellow plane, like a seaplane. His Piper Club. Mm Mm-hmm. July 1951, Georgia. Fred, with his unknown hours of flying experience, was flying his Piper Club when he felt something he wasn't expecting. A force unknown to him pulled his plane upwards and crashed it straight into a UFO. A UFO, Kevin. The force he felt? Not some random object, not some identifiable object, but a UFO. Forget what the U in UFO stands for. This was legit. Did you just get, like, drunk at the end of this episode? (laughs) No. Right, so, Georgia, July 1951. Dude in a yellow plane. There's a UFO. Fred (laughs) then found himself inside another craft that wasn't his own. He was greeted by creatures that resembled, according to Fred, stalks of asparagus. What the frick? I have... Sorry. 
stalks of asparagus. <laughs> asparagus. I have two depictions Beans. here for you. Right. There you go. Okay. <laughs> the frick? I don't even know what to make of that. We've got some deviant art of a bit of asparagus basically stood up with a plain shadow in the background. And then we've got some silver asparagus. It's literally just asparagus, isn't it? How are these alive? Well, not alive. How are they sentient beings? Who knows? Jesus, titty Christ. These vegetables apologised to Fred for causing an accident. With they, what? They haven't got mouths. They gave him a quick medical exam. How? They don't have arms. And then dropped the bombshell on him that they just cured his cancer. How? They don't have anything. Cancer he never knew he had. <laughs> oh, no. Fucking heroes, son. All right, I don't want to be insensitive. I really don't. I want to make the joke that I've just cured your cancer, but I can't. I can't do it. Thank you. You're welcome. This is all we know about what happened on the craft. Fred was found in a field, unconscious. I've just unfractured your toe. No cuts. Thank you. Scratches, bumps, bruises, scars or impalements. His plane, however, was completely wrecked and the engine buried into the ground at a depth of approximately six feet. Well, they've done him a lot of favours there, didn't they? They murked him. Just under a year from this incredible event, Fred Regan passed away. The cause? Mysteriously degenerating brain tissue. Oh, shit. Which is said to be a symptom of overexposure to atomic radiation. Well, this one turned a corner. Crikey. Are we going to find out more about that condition? No. So, mysteriously degenerating brain tissue. How old was Fred roughly again? I have no idea. So, could he have been at an age where dementia could be a factor? I have no idea. Shit. We need an idea. Because if he doesn't have some sort of... Oh, no, there, I suppose there are other neurological conditions he could have that could have done that. It doesn't have to have been atomic radiation. Did he do any jobs that could have exposed him to atomic radiation? I, I feel like your answer. I have no is, idea. <laughs> I, I kind of saw that one coming. Okay. Who found Fred? I have no idea. Okay. So he was found in a field with no marks on him, but his plane was completely wrecked. What took him down? I'm pretty sure you know the answer. Humour me. I have no... Actually, that's a lie. The crash with the UFO. There was a crash? There was a crash. Oh, yeah, he caused the accident, didn't he? So, yeah, you do know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah see, see, you know, see. It would appear I know, see. Engine got buried in the ground at a depth of six foot, you see? See? Why is only the engine buried? I don't know. I am a level four <laughs> in confusion. Continue. What I suppose I'm asking you, Greybeard, is, is this an instance of extraterrestrial vegetables? I have no idea. A bit of <laughs> extraterrestrial vegetables. Conscious vegetables, no less. Do vegetables have souls? Should have asked that at the end of the episode. If they do, then I could be classed as an eater of souls. Your soul is mine. All right, Shang Tsung of House Moon. 
Let me introduce you to Butt Smasher. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, oh. Uh, who's the source on this one? Oh, someone. I have <laughs> no idea. Someone must have started it. Fred. Fred's the source. But Fred is passed on. But Fred must have told the story to someone. Like, it's, oh, just, just, it's aliens. It's a story that's just gone through time. I'm not saying that it's vegetables, but it's vegetables. <laughs> it's definitely real. No, I, I, I jest. We can't really conclude that this one's real when we don't know anything about the case, but I am slightly tempted. Because whilst we don't know much about the case, we that means we don't have much to pick apart either. That is true. What are you saying? I'm saying it's a possibility. <laughs> I'm saying I have no idea. I'm going to be a right bastard and have no conclusion to this one. You've got to. It could be aliens. No. It might not be. Them's but it's the rules, definitely son. not alien vegetables. You can't do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll allow that. So you're not saying that it's alien vegetables. <laughs> oh, that, that's a real thinker, isn't it? <laughs> Thank you for joining us for this week's. Pro hmm. Deja vu. What? You can find us on Facebook. Uh, oh, yes. But it was aliens. <laughs> Our Facebook page is Extraterrestrial Towers. We're on Instagram at But It Was Aliens Podcast. And we're on the Twitter at But It Was Aliens. Nah, I deleted it. If you like <laughs> things outside of the extraterrestrial, we have our Patreon.com at, at But It Was Aliens, where you can find episodes on reincarnation, ghosts, Rasputin's dick, and more. <laughs> we did do an episode on Rasputin's dick. Uh, I have been Moonwalker and he has been Greybeard of House Butt Smasher remember eat your fucking greens hash tag <laughs> but in serious eat your fucking veg <laughs> <laughs>